You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome to Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. I'm Terry Goodlad, my beautiful wife. Actually, tonight, she's not just my wife. She is <laughs> my, the be- I'm sitting with a beautiful supermodel. <laughs> oh my goodness. I've got a cough today. <clears throat> Everybody's got- had that. I, I, oh. I was the last one to get it. You were the last one, yeah. Yeah, but it seems to be rotating. So, and it's worse for me. The first yeah. than anybody, <laughs> you and Cole. I'm the sickest. Why are men like that? Even as a little boy, he's you know, I actually, like that. I actually, you know, and I need to find this, but I read an article where men actually feel the effects of illness more than women. It's a genetic, not genetic, but it's a biological thing. Oh my goodness. Was that written by a guy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I, you know, details. But. Says the guy that did his own stitches. <laughs> Is that what we talked about the last podcast? How you did your own stitches one well, time? And yeah. Is that the same guy Could that be. now has a cough? And I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> Tickle in my throat. Uh, today's show, first of all, our sponsors, Silver Bullet Anti-Aging. Susie does magical things. If, you, uh, if, you're th- over, if you're a male and you're over 35, chances are your testosterone is low. I mean, it starts pretty early in life. I didn't know at 35, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it can start to decline as early as, as that. And so the point is, is, if you feel lethargic, tired, run down, maybe depressed. even a little depressed, um, having a hard time focusing on your work and things like that. Uh, you know, if you're eating right and trying to train and your body's really not changing, you go get your uh, testosterone checked. Just go to your doctor and get it checked. And if it's low, contact Susie at Silver Bullet. And don't Anti- think it's the same. Contact <laughs> Susie at Silver Bullet Anti-Aging. Sorry for interrupting you while you're butting in like that. Uh, contact <laughs> Susie Bell at. Uh, no, here's the thing. Silver Bullet Anti-Aging and she'll get you sorted out. There's a big stigma with men and women, but about, People. you know, people, yeah, and testosterone, because it's like, you know, hormones, you're going to be like well, I think what super it, massive, yeah. uh, muscular and all this stuff. And, you know, that's different. What you're talking about is just keeping your hormones level at a healthy Yeah, what range. this is, is, this is originally what, testosterone was made for is for people that were hormone deficient. It's just like women. You know, when you go through change of life, you need to supplement hormones, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. And even women, women uh, use uh, hormone replacement therapy as well. That was my problem um, about almost four years ago. So I'm, I'm 46. I'm going to be 47 in April. So about four years ago, I was so tired that how tired were you i was the most tired (laughs) (laughs) no i i really was and Mm -hmm. it was everything that you said it was very difficult to focus you know all of a sudden you start gaining weight but of course you still you know you go to your regular doctor and they're like oh you're in a healthy range you're in a healthy range uh, and and i want to say something about that because you, you if a doctor is not specifically educated yes, in that area, yes, yes, most of them are very opinionated, but very ignorant of what the the truth is. Yeah, <clears throat> and so you really need to see somebody that really works in that area. Yes, because uh, you know I, I've heard some ridiculous things. Some of the most ridiculous things I've ever 
could imagine coming out of the mouth of a doctor. Uh, of a doctor, exactly. You know, when you go in for anything, you know, you got to give your medical history. And are you taking any, well, yes, I use hormone replacement therapy. Mm, oh my God, like you know, that. you're going to die. You yeah. Know? Well, and that was the thing. So I went to my regular doctor and, and you know, they're like, oh no, you're fine. And then finally it was Elaine because it, she was already like searching for an answer because she was going crazy. And I'm thinking at the time, I'm like, I'm 42, you know, I'm not menopausal. Like I'm fine. I'm young. In, in denial. No, because like usually when you're close to 50 and my family history is that way and I wasn't feeling anything like different, you know, in that sense. And so, but with that said, um, that can start changing mm -hmm. way before you get there. Yeah. And so I went to a, to a specialist like, you know, Susie and my uh, testosterone levels to a healthy female, I want to say, and don't quote me on this, but it, it like, that's kind of the number, the number that <laughs> no, the number that I have in my head is like 20. Okay. okay. And mine was 0 0.2. Yeah. Like it was literally, it was not there. And I got just enough each week and it, you can do pallets, you can do shots, yeah, you, you can do different you up into a normal range. But Terry, it's like all of a sudden my life mm. was in color again. Yeah. You know, you have energy and people are like, oh, you were raising three little toddlers at the time. I had three under three. And you, of course you are tired. And it's like, no, trust your instincts because yeah. something is wrong. Something is wrong. And you know that, right. you know, that th there's a, a tiredness. And the thing. The reality and is, that, is that uh, you may not just because uh, like, okay, sorry. if you're a guy and I'm 62 now, yeah. chances are your testosterone is lower. Right. But, uh, but the thing of it is, is that, uh, you know, you could be 45, 50 and, and not have low testosterone. It's right. just one of those things you just go get it checked yep. and you may have, you may not have. Yep. And, uh, and with me, it made a massive difference on just, uh, like I noticed the ability to go to sleep at night mm -hmm. at a heck of a time sleeping, um, heck of a time falling asleep, tired all the time, couldn't fall asleep yep. and then just couldn't focus on anything, right. you know, and just felt like no energy and just kind of glum yep. and flat all the time. And, and uh, the reality is, is that the dosage that I'm on doesn't change my body, really. Right. Because it's not going to get you like, jacked. <laughs> no, I mean, like when I used to competitively power lift and, you know, in those days where you abused, when they weren't even illegal back then, right. you just went and got them from the doctor, yeah. right? And, yeah. and, and you just, he just gives you a script and you go to the pharmacy and they give you your medicine, right? Right. But... Um, you know, we did it way back then in the early They also 80s. used to do that with cocaine back in the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but that's the thing. It was, then it was the dosages were substantially more. You right, know? right. So if you want to get an athletic benefit, that's a whole other ballpark. Yeah, yeah that's. But this is just uh, supplementing a low get you to a if healthy your hormones level. are low which is bring like, you up to a healthy normal level uh, me being a vegan most of the time <laughs> i eat some fish you know um i supplement with b12 mm -hmm. because most people even even people that do eat meat uh, especially women yeah. you have a tendency to be deficient well if you're a vegetarian or a vegan you are for sure going right. to be and so i do that too you know if if i go through phases where my stress levels are very very high i need to supplement with well and that's a big thing like if you're going through like you said if yeah. you you know 
you're going to zap yourself of all your B vitamins if your stress level is really high. Right. If you're could be a busy time at work, a busy season. Could Same be with magnesium. Like yes. right now, we're all fighting colds here. Right. And I'm not, you know, I just realized I'm not taking my B vitamins, you know, right. and that will make the difference. And <clears throat> so anyway, it's just, it's just common sense. You know, if your body needs it, you, 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 you do it. It's, I, I, I don't get hung up on, well, I'm not doing that. You know, I, I don't do that kind of stuff. I'm not, no. that, I'm not that old man. There's other, I've got other old man problems, but not that one. You do. You got the jokes. I got the dad jokes. Yes. <laughs> DJS, dad joke syndrome. You know what though? But they're honestly, you reach a point in your life when they're actually really funny because they're so annoying. It's because our kids are still six and five and three. And they think you're funny. <laughs> they think you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I got my buddy Blair Thompson. Is a, I grew up with him in high school. I met him, right? And he was a cop when I was a cop and like that. And every day he's always posting these ridiculous dad jokes, dad jokes and I laugh my butt off. <laughs> every time it's great thanks Blair you, you know when <laughs> yeah exactly uh, I was going through some stuff last night um, just cleaning up my computer and oh yeah you gotta explain what you're I was well, going, yeah, through, going some through some stuff, stuff. you yeah. mean I emotional going through some stuff. I was going through some stuff <laughs> yeah. no uh, I was going through my computer and trying to clean up some drives and you know get rid of redundant stuff and you know yep. I, I like to do that right because I'm running out you of space and I, before I, before I get another drive the I difference clean between Terry and I my phone has 3,000 pictures and <laughs> yours has how many just this week right now Probably, well, I, I do about a month at a time and then I, I archive them. <laughs> <laughs> and I go back to um, 2000. Oh, well, I mean, you got <laughs> pictures of Jesus being born somewhere in there, I think. But <laughs> oh, yeah, right away. Oh, uh, yeah. Let me let me show you. Yeah. Yep. But I was going through there and I, I ran across <coughs> some of the old pictures uh, when I had BellaFit magazine and mm -hmm. FitLife magazine mm -hmm. and Model Body magazine and all like that and mm -hmm. was looking at, uh, you know, I haven't looked at a lot of that photography because with uh, BellaFit, it was all fitness stuff. Yeah. With Model Body, it was all glamour stuff. Yeah. Right. And so I was looking at that and I was looking at your pictures and I thought, my gosh, this parenting thing <laughs> really derailed us. And I think at some point, one of us, I, I'm sure that I said at some point, well, if we have kids, you know, we'll never do photo shoots again. And you'll, no, no, we'll just do it. You know, and it's like, of course, we've done what, one or two or something like that. <laughs> but I was looking back and, and uh, I always said that, you know, when you first got into modeling, when I met you, you really weren't a model. No, you were an wasn't athlete. even trying to be one. No, no. And then it just became a thing that once we started dating, yeah. um, you know, you started, you started modeling, but it took you about a year. Well, you know what? This, that was hard because you're right. We met and, um, I wasn't trying to be a model. I had my own business and, um, you know, I met you and you're like, well, you should start modeling to promote your business because you're going to build your brand and the whole Terry Goodlad, you know, marketing thing. Seminar. Yeah. In five minutes. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should. And at a time, I, you know, I used to compete for fun. I, I had been competing for a long time and I was like, okay, maybe I should. And then I did a photo shoot with you because I used to live in Texas. Well, I was out in Texas doing uh, a bunch of photo shoots at this amazing location out there right. that I love working at, right. but for Flex Magazine. Because right. I had a section in Flex Magazine called Body Shop. Right. And it was, what was it, eight to 12 pages a month? 
in their one big feature. So I was shooting Monica Brandt and Colleen Mansfield. And I had a time slot open. And so I invited you to come along and you asked if you could bring your sister Lulu. Yeah. And I'm like, can I bring my right. sister? And then I and brought was my right friend after we Stephanie had met, yeah, too. We had met sometime before that at the Arnold because I started using your clothes on right. my models when I was shooting covers and training layouts for oxygen. Yep. And so I went in and that was, you know, that was like, okay, school because you modeling was so foreign to me and it's so different than competing and you know so it's acting and I was really outside my comfort zone and and then later on um I moved to to Las Vegas when I moved and we started dating and of course we started shooting automatically people thought oh, you must be, you know, an amazing model because you are dating Terry Goodlad. And I'm like, well, that's not the reason I'm dating him. <laughs> actually, actually, I'm not a model. I'm not a model. I'm a clothing designer. I'm one of those people that mm-hmm. I put so much pressure on myself. So yeah. if I'm going to do something, you know, I'm going to do it 100%. And it doesn't work that way. It's art. Mm-hmm. And you're right, like, I started out and I I was having a really hard time with it. And it took me a while to really like let go and just be like, you know what? I'm just going to have fun with it. And then that's when I remember when that happened. And I I remember um, because really that's kind of and that's the thing. Most athletes, because you're in the fitness industry and you're pretty and you got a nice body, you know, they assume that they're good models. And how I explain it is that's posing for a picture right modeling is acting right and so what it is is that you have a set you have a wardrobe you have hair and makeup done and you're creating a look and then you're telling a story and so the model has to portray emotion Mm -hmm. that is consistent with the story you're trying to tell right and so you put all this work into and this was the thing, lots of times models that I would shoot the first time, I really didn't care where we shot or what. I didn't put that kind of effort into it until after we worked because they get there and they're, you know, they're really worried. Worry whatever, their- whatever you're thinking in your head shows up on your face and right. body. We've been communicating like that since birth. Mm-hmm. And everybody thinks you communicate that they can fool a camera, but it's just a recording device, right? And so, And so it takes, usually it takes, you know, if it's going to be, like first time we shoot might be anywhere from four to eight hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, back then, cause I tried to get four sets. Right. Right. And uh, uh, because I need at least four sets to get something published. Right. And so I, I would be working away and somewhere near the end of it, we might get one set where things start to click. Yep. And then I would say, do two more photo shoots after that. And then you'll be getting consistent right publishable pictures right all the time so you try to work with somebody and get them there and then once they get there of course they want to go shoot with every other photographer too (laughs) that's a whole other story that's a whole other story but but um but that's usually the timeline with you it was a year which is just a it's 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 that's a positive too that that very determined side of your because if you weren't so determined 
we wouldn't be together. If you weren't so <laughs> determined, we would not have kids, you know? Yeah. Because once you get an idea in your head, it's just not going anywhere. Really? No, not going anywhere. Wow. Until you're done I with I want to hear more about that. Uh-huh. About me. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that is, is uh, I remember you, because uh, I used to do model workshops and teach modeling and you mm-hmm. i think came to three of them mm-hmm. uh and and still it, i shot in one but i used to attend them yeah right and and uh um but you know what now looking back you went and, and took a, 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 an acting class yes. and the guy told you something about embracing the nervousness yeah Two and things. something clicked in your head yeah. and i remember we were at this mansion in vegas yeah and we were shooting and i was teaching i was a guest instructor at a master's class yeah And the, you know, I, I didn't, rather than taking payment, I just said, well, I want to use the location for shooting. And I shot you and we shot a whole bunch of different stuff there that day. Yeah. And that was some of the best stuff I ever shot with anybody. Those pictures are crazy. And that, that cracked the seal and it, you know, we never looked back and you've never shot a bad set since. Yeah. And, uh, and because of that, you, but, but also the other, I want to finish because it's a very important thing is that what you what you're able to do is uh, versatility is important with a model because really what you're doing is you're creating art for a client or for a consumer mm-hmm. right so right. If it's a magazine if i'm shooting you for oxygen magazine it's a very different readership so the requirements are very different than they are maybe for flex body shop or american curves or something like that right and so having that ability to adjust and become the character you need to be for each one of those. It's not everybody has that ability. Uh, a lot of girls, uh, there's some girls that I worked with that would work really, really hard at that. They'd work very, very hard at it. Um, but I've never worked with anybody that had that versatility that you had. And so for me, you know, when you go and you do, you know, 10, 15, 20 photo shoots in a month, and every one of them is that first photo shoot yeah. where it's, it's a, it it demand it takes a lot out uh you know when i get worn out like that and i need a break it's like i'd want to shoot you because it gets me like we're just running at a different pace right and then because you're modeling you're actually modeling uh it makes me push my game and because i'm running to catch up with you now right you see what i mean and so so the creating the whole picture creating the the set, the location, coming up with the idea for the wardrobe and what's the story and all like that. I could just go, I could go anywhere I want with that and you can make it, not just pull it off, but you you just kill it every time. I, I think for me, you know, uh, a couple of things and you're, and you're right. Um, when I went and I took a modeling class, uh, not a modeling class, a acting class and I thought I would, I'm like, okay, I'll take like a few of them, you know, and that will help me and he really only took one and one of the things that I realized is that it, this is partially, you know, my personality. And we were talking about this and it was something else. You might remember what was the topic, but I would go into the photo shoot um, as your girlfriend, you know. Right. And, and so, for example, at the time you had a bad neck. Uh, like, until we got married and then it was my wife. And then it was your wife, Yes. No, but I mean, when I, when Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it, you know, like when I would hold back and so I would be modeling, but I would be also aware of 
you know, your discomfort maybe because I knew that morning you told me, oh, my, my, well, I had, I my had neck's a, hurting. I you had know? a problem with my neck. I had two very damaged discs. And, and so it was, I used to have to take four ibuprofen and, an, and, and uh, uh, um, Vicodin. I know. Just to get through a photo shoot, just so the next day I'd be able to function. Um, and it my was right arm was disaster. It's the crazy was, that that's healed. Like, yeah, like it would have hurt so bad that it would just like, like have to stop and just sit there for a second, just right. like the waves You're of pain go. Seeing right? stars. Yeah. And, and but that's dude, that the was thing. my job, so I couldn't stop doing that. Any other model, they would have no idea. So you have right. your, you know, little fake smile on and, and your jokes and whatever. And they're like, oh, he's enjoying himself and really having a good time shooting me when I'm very aware yeah, you that, know what I'm going through. that yeah. what you're going through. So, you know, you, you can't, like, I couldn't just relax. And then what I realized is that, no, at that moment, I am not your girlfriend, mm -hmm. you know, I am. You actually become the character. I am the character <clears throat> and I can't be feeling what you're feeling and linked to what and your needs are. And, and yeah. yeah, like, is he hungry or whatever? It's like, I don't know, you know, I don't know this guy. And I had to completely detach myself mm -hmm. in order. And that's why, like, we've tried to do photo shoots at home now that we have kids. And I can't do it. It's too many it's triggers. It's too, too many, many triggers. Of right. You know, and I can do it, but it's not going to be my best stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, you go down the street to, to the beach, Different no problem. Yeah. You know, I give me five minutes and some music and I'll be right there. So learning that about myself and learning to turn that off, mm -hmm. uh, the switch off, that was the biggest change for me. It's like, I no longer, that sounds so awful, but I no longer cared about how you felt. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, the, the, the thing is, is that that's, for me, Yeah, that's my work. Right. And so when I'm working with a model that, uh, and, and this is one of the harder things about, this is going to sound horrible when I say this, but with some girls that are athletes that are not professional models are not really models. They think they're models, but they're not really models. Cause when you work with models, they're professional models. Yeah. And so they understand it's work. They have a job to do when they get there. Right. And so they come and they're very professional and they do their job. Those girls are just amazing to work with because there's none of this other stuff. Right. right. Um, and, and if you work really, really hard together, like Gia, Gia McCool, the girl that- We uh, shot for Blessed Body Wear. Yeah, we shoot for yeah. Blessed Body Wear. Yeah, Gia is a professional, professional model. Professional model, yes. Now, I got her started in fitness modeling. Right. She's gone on and built a career. I mean, she's got 2.2 million followers on Instagram. Right. And she is an incredible model. Yeah. Very, very, but you get there- there's not, oh, I'm not doing that. Or I can't, you know, right. I, that's I, uncomfortable. You know, my yes, back's takes hurting. takes me two hours yeah. to get my hair fixed and come out of the right. bathroom. And, you know, you don't get any of that hogwash. Right. She's there on, if call time is seven, she's there at quarter to seven or six 30. Yep. Uh, and she works hard, right? Yep. Uh, it's the girls that think that it's all about them. Right. That are, that's one of the reasons why I just stopped enjoying it right. was because of that. And that's, so for you to respect the process, it's not about me either. It's about you and I creating something together. So I'll share you with you the idea that I have. 
Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. Unless a model is shooting something that she specifically wants and you're doing it, if I'm creating something I need for a client or for a project I'm doing, mm-hmm. then it's my vision. Right. Right. Or the client's vision that I convey. Because so I sit Terry and I say, has this thing where he goes, oh, you see that corner, you know, and let's move this over here. And this, and you're like, oh, this is going to be a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> you look at it and he goes, oh, you know, move this way, this way, this way. And you're like. This can't possibly look good. No. And then you look at the picture like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, we we don't even know what you're seeing, much less what, you know, the picture. That and, you and that's the great part about working like there are probably a half a dozen girls even though i really don't shoot glamour anymore with you yes but there's probably half a dozen girls that i really look forward to shooting mm-hmm. because they they get it yeah you know it's not all about them it's about us creating this image and image, you have a yeah. job to do and so back to your point you know your job is to get into character I'll right. worry about my own sandwiches and my neck and, right. you know, if my underwear are clean, I'll, you know, I don't have to, I don't need you there, right, for that. And I remember... Um, but, I, I mean, at the time, at the time, mm-hmm. I used to... That's going to be hard to do, though. Well, I used to come with you to all the photo shoots, mm-hmm. right? That, like, yep. that was our that was our work. Right. Our work as a couple, like... When and lots of times you did makeup. I did shoots. makeup. You, did, you know, you, I you, did bring the lunches and I did pack all the stuff. And But when we, when I worked for Flex, you also were a stylist. Like you I styled w- a photo shoot. Right. Photo shoot I did many magazine sty- styling jobs and, you know, I... I mean, I even held lights. Whatever needed to be done, mm-hmm. I did it. Yeah. And sometimes it was at the end of the day that it was like, okay, just jump in for a set, you know? And it's like... I'm not there. I'm not there. Like, I am a completely different mode. So even but that, I learned about myself. When you're in character, it takes all of that, what I call one-on-one level work away from me because I don't have to try to get you into that place right because you're there already all i have to do is just make sure the lighting is right and i can focus on my job i don't have to focus on your job and my job and i think this um for me personally i know that you know when i started competing i was 27 um i was a very you would never think that, but I was very insecure. You know, I think every 20 year old is a little bit insecure, oh, you, sure? you know, and I was maybe a little extra. So, and the sport itself makes you very paranoid because yeah. you work so hard for weeks and weeks and you go on stage for people to tell you what's wrong with you. Stand in a very small bikini. (laughs) Exactly. And and turn turn around around and bend over. You know, well, don't bend over for me. You did did figure, you didn't do bikini, but. Um, But um, yeah, to basically judge your symmetry and they're not, very little is like, this is looking great. Everything is, this is what you need to do to improve, which turns into, this is, you know, this this is where you come up short. Yes, exactly. And so coming from that background that I had been competing for what, six, seven years when I met you, Mm -hmm. um, when I went to get pictures taken modeling, which Mm -hmm. I didn't know, um, I wanted like my, what I felt was my best look. So I always wanted my hair a certain way and my makeup a certain way and the wardrobe that I felt best. Remember and you fought me on that cover, the white cover? Yes. 
Stop it. So hard you fought me on that. And yes, it was your best cover by far. I know. And <clears throat> I didn't understand the job. I didn't understand that being a model, you are a canvas. And so what, you know, your hair, you may or may not like what it looks like. Like, you know, you watch a movie and somebody's performing and they're portraying, you know, a person that lives on the streets, mm -hmm. they're not going to have, you know, curls and like their makeup done. You're playing it, that character. You're playing so that you character. dress and prepare as that character. Right. And so when I took all of the focus off myself and off you, mm -hmm. I was able to truly become a model and just perform whatever it took. You know, if my hair needed to be slicked back, you like at the time maybe it wasn't my my most favorite look i now i have pictures that i loved but i'm like okay you know this is just the look it doesn't matter what i want mm -hmm. now if i want to have a portrait done mm -hmm. that's different then you you know you do whatever your hair makeup the way you want and that's going to be on your wall but if you're doing a job it's a job so if you're in the kitchen you know, you can't have like huge eyelashes and all this stuff. I mean, maybe nowadays that's normal, but you know, back then it's just, you want something more natural. You want something. So that to me became so much more fascinating and fun than try to be that perfect, you know, what I what you thought think you need. Yeah. that what yeah. I thought I needed to look Steve, like, and, th and that's the whole thing. That's 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 what modeling is. You're an actor, you know. So you're not going to play the same unless you're Clint Eastwood. You're not going to play the mm -hmm. same character in every movie you've ever done, you know. And that's a good point. Even with actors or actresses, you see the ones that don't you call them all actors and actresses now or actors? <coughs> Do you call them actresses? We're old. We can call them whatever we want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. There's so many yeah, names whatever, and right? things that have changed. But to yeah. me, I don't know. Actresses are the women, right? <laughs> well, nowadays, I who hope knows? So. <laughs> um, Depends how you identify. Oh, my gosh. Stop it. <laughs> um, so when, you know, when you see somebody that basically every movie, it seems like they're playing the same role. Yeah. Yeah, it, it gets boring, yeah. right? So it's the same thing. Well, you do four or five, and then you gotta <laughs> reinvent yourself. Right? You do, yeah. you know, you do. Even Rocky got smarter near the end in the last couple ones. <laughs> exactly. Didn't have much to say the first couple ones, but no. after that, he actually, you know, no. And then he came back and he did those. See, um, the boxing didn't hurt him. <laughs> no, getting punched in the head. Stop it. He got smarter. So. Anyway, I, I think that's that's when I really fell in love with modeling. Mm -hmm. And it, it wasn't um, like, it didn't make me nervous anymore. It made me like, okay, that's a challenge. Well, and it was fun and exciting. And that was a big part of our relationship back then when right. we didn't have oh, kids. Oh, let's try to do this. You know, yeah, I mean, cause we'd I'm going to use you know, two lights and, you know. You yeah, it'd be midnight and go all of a sudden, upside down. I got an idea, you <laughs> yeah. know. I mean, how many times have we done that? I remember... 
my buddy Kevin was visiting and yeah. it was raining outside and, oh, I want to shoot you in the rain. So we threw you in an orange dress and you're out in the rain. I don't even have makeup on. And right. That's that. <laughs> but they're beautiful pictures, right? Right. And so that was the thing is some stuff was just impromptu like that, but other stuff we would plan for days what right. we're going to do. And there's one that I had just, when I cut my hair off, I was, that was so awesome. sitting in front of the TV and there was a music mi- video playing. Watching a Rihanna music video and I saw this video and I paused it yeah. on this one shot and had this idea. Yeah. So I went and lifted the TV up, cleaned out the <laughs> living room, put up a black backdrop, yeah. got you all done up and did a whole photo shoot in the middle of us. We were just sitting there watching music videos and I got I this idea, right? But that was that before was before kids. That was before kids. <laughs> so do you want to like we've been talking about this, and it's kind of why we want to do this the, podcast. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm so grateful that life worked out the way it did, and we had ten years together. Yeah, that we lived so freely. You know, we traveled basically every week. Yeah. And for work and for competitions and, you know, and, and for fun. And shenanigans. Shenanigans. Um, and we did photo shoots whenever, like, we, we worked from home. We had a very so we carefree could, life. We did, you know. Yeah, we with- sometimes would work till four in the morning and sleep till 11. And, like, there was, and I don't feel like, Oh, when the kids grow up, you know, we're going to go do this because now we did that, we did that, which, which is good because we're kind of older. So we really can't wait until the kids grow up. But we've been talking about this and I want to get back to, uh, I started shooting, uh, for blast. There's a a couple girls, just little Kayleen. Yeah. Over in Tampa and uh, Gia in Orlando. Yeah, and there's and, a couple more we're going to start I've known shooting. Gia for many years, and there's a couple others. And it's just, uh, Kayleen and Gia are just a lot of fun to work with. And yeah. I've actually, you know, for a long time, I really haven't picked up my camera unless I absolutely had to. Right. And I'm really loving photography again, and yeah. I want to start shooting you again. So we've been talking <laughs> about that. And uh, so there's a couple things. And then it's, I got uh, on a diet. It's going back into <laughs> what is that going to look like for you now? Like, where's your head at? And the other thing is, is like, we were in the fitness industry right. then. And, and so, you know, and, and okay, we're Christians, right? And so we, we have our following with God. And then we were in that industry. And in that industry, none of that was out of the norm. Right. What we did. Now we're in this sleepy little town. Yeah, and now this I look amazing back, church. I'm like, oh, I hope nobody sees my picture. Well, and if they do, they do, right? I, I don't regret any of it. But the thing is, is that would we shoot the same stuff now? And the reality is, is that uh, if we were still in the fitness industry, I would. Right. Because you, and I, and I always say this. And, like, I'll, no, and I'll tell you something else. Even the fitness industry has changed. Yes. You know, it, it really, it, it's just like anything. There, there's, it, it there's evolves. seasons with everything. Yeah, like yes. right now, it's that really hardcore, right. you know, very alpha female look. Right. Right. And you said that, that oxygen airbrush wash with light gone. thing, that's history, right? Yes. Um, and so, and then, so glamour is kind of, you know, there's glamour is there, but it's, that's a whole business side and that's developed into a business with Instagram. And, and you know what I feel? I feel like this is just my personal thought. Yeah. I feel like glamour now with Instagram 
became so cheap. And I feel like that's why I wouldn't do it, you know, because um, like we used to make such beautiful like artistic photos. And the crazy thing is, is that most of the work we've done. Yeah. We never was, even put out was there. never seen. I know. I we know. We just shot yeah, it for ourselves. That's true. You know, well, because we, we used to always save the pictures. For me, it was for, context. Yeah. And so with the pictures, the pictures illustrate a story. Well, now, now people are going to think that we shot some like, uh, very risque stuff. Really? <laughs> That's why nobody can see oh, it. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. No, what it is, is for me, it's context. And so, uh, you know, like a lot of those pictures were very meaningful and there was a story and like everything yeah. that you and I ever did yeah. really had a deep backstory to it. There was right. something there. It was, you know, there was a story to tell. Yeah. Right. And so I wanted to tell the story. So but Terry would always be like, I don't just want to put this picture on Facebook or Instagram or Instagram. We got it. Like well, back then the there was no Instagram, Terry. <laughs> there wasn't. Okay. Instagram, I think started in 2000. 12 something like that yeah. that became popular but that's the thing like for me it was always context so i wanted to save them until i had the right context and yeah then i did the digital magazines and we put some of that stuff some, out then, yeah. but i can't have you on the cover of every magazine and every layout in every magazine no. issue either so so we never did get through did all of we them. even do a layout with me on the magazine i think we we were waiting and then we didn't do it uh, you know i'd have to go back and see i can't remember either i think we did some but but you're right. Like they are very meaningful. We put so much work just into it. I want to it. tell the story because to us, yeah. it's not just somebody's going to look at it and like, oh, nice butt, you know, or whatever, <laughs> so, right? And for me, it was like not so cheap. Well, it wasn't that though. I mean, yeah. that's uh, all. Everything's a prop. And for me, what it is is in still images, moving like video, you get to sense somebody's personality, hear their voice, you know, it, it, it stimulates more senses. And so the challenge in photography is to take a still image, but have the model communicate something, or at least like one of my favorite exercises to do is go through and show and just, just block everything else off other than the face and go, okay, what's she thinking? Right. Just the eyes. And you know, you'll ask five people and they'll all have a different idea, mm -hmm. you know? And so that to me was a success. When I can do that, that's a success because you make, you stop and linger on the picture and what you find every time, because I'll ask them and they're not looking at body parts. Right. They're looking at the eyes and, yeah. and they're thinking about it. Right. And to me, that was, that was right. the ultimate. Right. And so when it's on Instagram, it's so immediate, you know, right. most people will react to bright colors Right. Or different colors or textures, you know. So if you're wearing uh, no stockings and fishnet stockings, you're going to notice the fishnet stockings because of the texture. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just their brain is going to do that. But it's such a quick thing as you're scrolling. Right. You don't get that same effect. Right. You know, and if you put it on a website and it's just a small little picture, it doesn't have the same impact as it does on a magazine page. Right. And so it was always finding the right, place like i always wanted to do like a book yeah you know and that may still happen who knows but but uh that was always one of my great frustrations is my best pictures i never wanted to put them out there because i wanted to give them put them out there in the right context yeah but uh but i want to bounce back to this thing now like where do you see yourself as a model now like obviously you're a mom and that's the thing like now uh 
I don't regret anything that I shot. There is stuff that I shot that some clients wanted that was more risque, but nothing was outside of... Well, you quit a client client because yeah. they were pushing way... Way more, and I didn't want to do that. Yeah. And so I walked away from a pile of money every yes. month. To, to, but, uh, but that's the thing. And our thing is, is that, you know, my reputation and yep. how I treated people in business and the things that I did, you know, I was that guy in, in right. that industry. So when you're in an industry where everybody gets on stage in a tiny little bikini, basically a Brazilian cutter, a thong bikini, mm-hmm. and that's where you're competing in, mm-hmm. you know, pictures of somebody in a thong bikini are not shocking. Right. You know, that's just, you know, the next They're day. They're not shocking to me because I grew up in Brazil and that's what everybody right. wears. <laughs> and so it's, it's culture, you know, uh, but, you know, where we're at right now, uh, you know, I, and we're at, what I mean by that is not geographically. Where you and I are at right now. Yeah. For me, the story has evolved because, yeah, it's absolutely. you know, everything we've been through for the last five years with kids and being foster parents right. and some of the rough experiences and many of the losses that we've had, yep. you know, I mean, in the last, we lost seven people close to us since last June. Right. And, uh, um, you know, Quamaine. Yes. You know, we had him for five years and that still hurts every day. Right. And, and so, and then I see us, you know, trying to raise our kids and trying to be the best parents we are, we can be, and then failing at that miserably every day and, you know, making a game plan every night for what we're going to do better the next day and praying about it. And, you know, all of that, uh, I've seen you evolve as a woman. Right. Uh, Not just as a woman, but as a woman, as a mom, as a wife, as a person, um, I've seen you evolve. Um, so it's not like I would gladly shoot glamor with you anytime because you do it so well, but there's stuff now that I see when I look at you that I never saw before. Right. And I want to photograph that now. Yeah. And I you know agree I mean? with you. Like, you know, um, like there's a little bit of gray hair now and I, I, I want no, and I, Thanks, I, I no, 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 but th- you know, it's there, right. I've got a gray beard. You've got a, you know, they're starting to get a couple in there and you, uh, I'm actually it, so the story blessed is, because truly I only have maybe 10, yeah. 10 gray but, hair, but, but they're there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, you know what the, what I see in your eyes is very, very different than what was there before. And so I want to photograph that and tell that story. So I'm thinking of, completely new stories now that I get to tell with my right. favorite model. And so, um, and of course glamor because I'm very attracted to you and my wife and, and we love each other very much. I always want to shoot that, you know, but, uh, I really am excited about doing some of this other stuff, you know, but how, where are you? I mean, that's what I want to do. Where are you at with it? all? Right. And I, I completely agree. Like, you know, because we talked about modeling, but we haven't really had this conversation. No, we haven't. And we're having it right now here in the air, (laughs) (laughs) on the air, on the air. Um, For me, I, I agree with you. I think, you know, you have to evolve. You can't, you know, first of all, um, this is just a personal thought. I feel like it's very pitiful to try to hang on to something, you know, 10, 15 years later, you're still well, that trying, was a season. That was a season. you know, to be the gone, same person, yeah. obviously, because uh, sometimes, you know, I'm going, oh, Facebook memories, and I'm like, oh, thanks, Facebook, you know, but <laughs> then I'm like, I, I don't look anything like that. 
and then I'm like, yeah, that was like 15 years ago. You know, mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't, you know, and, and so there's so many things that I've done. I'm not trying to recreate that. I think the exciting part about modeling is doing new things. And it's, you know, I wanted to get in shape just because it, it's not like, it's not how fit I am. Obviously we're not doing, you know, fitness it's stuff, thing. but it's no, it's just, you want to feel your best. You know, you right. want to feel um, like, like you're you, you know? And so it took some time. This last year has been extremely hard. You know, we lost, uh, we lost Quamaine and, um, after the loss has been the transition time. And, and then finally, like towards the end of the year, we actually had a little downtime to maybe process that loss, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and I feel like now I'm really coming out the other side of that. And I'm, starting to live again and, and come back to being myself. And like we, we join a gym, you know, I'm working out every day. So I think that's the biggest thing that I was waiting for is to really feel like myself. So I can even do that. And, and now I just want to be like, okay, what, what is something that we haven't done before? Mm -hmm. You know, something new, what would be exciting? What would be really fitting to, who I am now, like you're saying, and I don't see what you see, but I know how I feel, you know, I know how, I know how we'll pick my wardrobe and, you know, and it's not even like, oh, I need to cover up, um, because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not even ashamed. I'm not ashamed of how I look, but, um, like I, you know, I need to cover up because I'm a mom or like that. It's, it's not that, but it's just like, what would I wear now? You mm-hmm. know what? Even if you, if you wear a bikini, you don't pick the same one. If you wear a dress, you don't pick head, the same one. Right <laughs> <laughs> you know, and um, so I, I feel like this is going to be exciting mm-hmm. for me because it's all so new. It's like starting all over, but it's, a decade later, you know, what I see now is, uh, you know, before, and I think a lot of it is the fitness industry. The other part of it is just being younger, but I think a lot of it was the fitness industry is that you get very, very internally focused. Right. Um, and so everything is because, and I remember, you know, Jenny Lynn, she, I don't know how many times, I think three or four times she won the Arnold, she won the Olympia, you know, sorry, I think uh, three times or something like that. And, you would think that person would be supremely confident, but the right. thing of it is, is that she still had to go back and try not to, you know, you can't, you can't be in second place then next year. Right. You know what I mean? And so the pressure is just in, incredible. No, it, and it so, is. Yeah. And it's, it's a sport where basically, you know, seven people are sitting in chairs and going, well, you know, this isn't right. And that's not right. And yep. that's not right. And I mean, you're standing up there in basically a thong bikini. Right. And somebody's going now nah, being not, compared. Yeah. You know, with it, which is just unhealthy, you know, right. every meme you've ever seen on, on, you know, anywhere, you know, yes. is, is so, so the thing is, is it, it breeds that, um, um, that thing that you're just constantly looking in the mirror, checking yourself. And it's not always, uh, you know, people might mistake that for, um, you know, being narcissistic and it's really not, it's just, 
trying to stay on top of it, try to stay ahead of it. Right. You know, worried about everything that goes into your mouth, worried about everything and everything is about me, 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 I, me, 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 I, right? And, yep. and <clears throat> what cures that is five years of being a foster parent and a mom <laughs> and adopting kids and, you know, because nothing is about you. You know, I see your nope. day from the moment you wake up, there's not a second in the day that is about you other than maybe your cup of coffee in the morning. Right. And, uh, and so I look at that now and, and so what I see is I see uh, it, it's not larger things where you're projecting something. It's more internal thoughts and feelings and detail finer detail so these pictures are that i'm seeing are more more focused on your face your expression tighter in shots more nature more 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 brazil more more the beach i'm more. very curious now <laughs> yeah i got a very clear picture in my head of what i want that to be that story because of course i've been a part of that story right you know and i see the woman that you have become the woman that you are and how you've evolved and uh you know your walk with god and uh and how you see all of that and and your incredible passion for that walk with god it's not a lukewarm thing it's not a, a go and weep and wail at church and then go and turn it off and yelling at the kids when you get in the truck it's not like that it's really every second of your day you're walking with God and doing your best. And, and we're both like that. And, and so uh, that requires a lot of outward focus right? and self-evaluation, but serving God is about focusing on others. right? And so I think that is the, the biggest change that I've seen in both of us, mm-hmm. but especially you as a model, it's that. And so I see you interacting with, and it's Florida, right? So I see you interacting with nature. And uh, so think micro instead of macro. You know, that tighter in shot where you've got this really lost in thought. That picture of you just lost in... Th- I took a picture of you and I posted it on goodladunscripted.com. And I was... <coughs> excuse me, I was oh, shooting Gia. Yeah, I know we're both falling apart. <laughs> I was shooting Gia and I was laying on the floor waiting for her to come back in because I wanted a low angle on this pictures that I was doing so I was laying on the floor waiting for her to come back because she was doing a a wardrobe change and I looked over at you and you're kind of lost in thought and I just said Anna and you look down and I snapped a shot and that picture is exactly it like Mm. the look in your eyes I would have never gotten that out of you six years ago right you know and so it's not so much the big it's not so much um the set right it's more Personal. More you and detail. You know, so the detail I've got to, you've got to tell He's just st- saying that because he knows I like a challenge. <laughs> he's trying to get me going. <laughs> but it's it's that. And, and so the wardrobe is important, but it's not what makes the picture. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that cute dress or that right. hot lingerie or something like that. It's, it's, uh, it's important. The colors are important. The the shape again. Clothing. There's two kinds of clothing. There's clothing that people put on to cover up their bodies, and there's clothing that people put on to accentuate the lines of their to accentuate the lines of their body. And uh, you could wear both, but 
with you because there's so much there you can't cover up the body because it's just it's it's hypocritical artistically does that make sense <laughs> i guess well there's so much truth coming out of your expression yeah and then i'm covering everything up right, right. with just this big sugar sack and so it's got to be something that flows with this flows with the expression so yeah. is it angular is it is it you know, is it, how is it? And what are the colors and what are the shapes of, if there's a pattern on the fabric or any of that kind of stuff. So, so at some point I'll go and pick out what I want and deal. Shoot you. Call me up. But are you excited <laughs> to get back into it? I guess I, you know, I haven't put now a lot that I of, just freak you out. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to have to think about this one. <laughs> He's really going to push me, but I I am I am you know I feel like I'm a little bit um like I haven't done it in so long I'm like oh I wonder if I still no but it's the thing of it is is what what it is what modeling is is it's just seeing a character and we're good Becoming at setting it. that up yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like okay think about this yeah remember the time that this happened yeah, yeah. go back there yeah I did a shot with Sissy when we moved out here the lady that let us move into her house while we found a place. She's just, oh my gosh, she's just part of the family. She came by today and the kids are just losing their mind because she's here, you know. And yeah. <coughs> that's Miss Sissy. And um, she lost a son uh, a few years ago. And I took her down to the beach and I picked out the dress I wanted her to wear and I shot her on the beach. And it's, they're very, very emotional pictures, you mm -hmm. know, but it's the picture that I wanted. Yeah. I think she probably wanted something a little different, but, uh, and I'll probably do that for her, but, but um, to me, they're just beautiful pictures because right. that's this 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 woman, right? Right. And so uh, I don't know. I'm I'm excited. Like I I so want to get back shooting you because it makes me fall in love with photography again. For me, and when I was going through these old pictures, yeah. another old pictures. They're not old. They're, well, they are. Know, yeah, but I was going through these pictures, and it's like, man, these are great pictures. Yeah. You know, now, for me, what it does, you know, it truly is like. I can go on a vacation because, you know, you mom life is awesome, mm -hmm. but everybody needs a break every once in a while. And you just need to completely step out of it. So you miss it and you come back fresh for your kids. Right. And, and thank goodness Auntie Lane is going to be here. That, this yes. week. And there is nothing that allows my mind to step away so completely as modeling, modeling because mm -hmm. you have to you have to completely forget that you even have kids or husband or you know bills or anything and so i do love it because of that as well because it does give me a break we did a couple of photo shoots during the 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 shutdown the covid yeah the covid you know one was 2020 i remember it was april because it was cold it was a ghost town in vegas there was nobody drove on down the, the strip and you literally could have fired a gun and not yeah anybody. it was crazy and then the last one was was it the end of 2020 that we did the one in in uh la where it was that 2021 oh that was the video one that we did yeah right, in right. the alley that, that was like that was super hot that was like a throwback no that was hot like i was passing out was so like oh i thought it was the other kind of hot <laughs> 
It was both kinds of hot. And it was so stinky in that alley. Uh, it was like downtown LA. Yeah. It just smelled like urine. It was just so gross. But, but it we was got such nice pictures. So cool. I think that was the end towards the end of 2020. I think there were both 2020. I don't think we shot 2021. I can't well, remember. We shot something in the house. We shot a couple things in the house that were just small little things. In 2021? I don't remember. <laughs> you don't even know your, I my can't, birthday. Uh, my, my brain doesn't put things in a chronological you order. You don't like know Thursday. any dates of nothing. I'm like Cadence before. Yeah. Yesterday. Everything yeah. is yesterday. It could yes. be five years ago. It's yesterday. Now, you know, when, when I was little, you know, yeah. like... I was still five, but I was, you know, little. And I'm like, <laughs> you're six. You're still, yeah, you're six. <coughs> Nomember? <laughs> Nomember when I was little? Nomember, I do. Yeah, I, 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 I remember. Yeah, but yeah. So Let's I'm, do it, Terry. Let's I'm looking see. forward to it. I'm looking Let's really forward to it. what we can do to together. It. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Sorry this one got a little long. We had fun. But uh, we uh, are going to be back in a couple of days with another episode of Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. Please visit goodladunscripted.com. And you can join the Good Lad Unscripted Facebook group as well. We uh, post stuff in there all the time. I'm going to stick up some of the pictures. Post up a little gallery of some of these pictures that I had because I think they're beautiful. Oh, cool. I now they've been out. If they listen to the podcast, they'll have some context. So. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. God bless. Oh,